the Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to Your Safe Space, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Today, we have the corporate scandal that would hurt so many people if the truth came out and what to do when you feel like you're having a quarter life crisis. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I appreciate you being here. I hope your week has been good and I hope your stress levels are low a couple days out from Christmas. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but I have an urge to tell you guys you're doing your best right now and I'm so proud of you. That's all you can do. All right. Don't panic. There's only 24 hours in a day. Don't overload your plate. Don't try to do everything at once. Just do your best. That's all you can ask for. Don't know who needs to hear that, but take it if you need it. And today it's just me again. I'm low-key also hoping that there's still enough time right now that we can either get some Christmas confessions or some Christmas work party confessions or even New Year's Eve confessions. I want to still have the tea while you guys are doing your Christmas and your New Year's, all right? So if you have any that come to mind, I'm going to leave the form in the notes. Please fill it out. If you have a wild New Year's Eve or a wild Christmas coming up, let me know. Let me know what happened. Okay, are we ready for this confession, guys? Hold on to your hats. Put your seatbelts on. I'm a corporate girl who works in a male-dominated industry. I often meet colleagues from other companies we work with for coffees, drinks, lunches. This actually sounds very similar to my last job. I don't know what you do, but kind of used to do the same thing. I have known this particular man through work for two years and never thought anything of it. We work for the same company and had always got along well. Earlier this year, we had a work trip interstate and after one too many drinks, I ended up back at his hotel room. We hooked up and continued to see each other and spend 24-7 texting, calling, even outside of work hours. This went on for months and months. Here's the catch though. I'm in a happy relationship and he is happily married. We agreed that we would keep this secret to ourselves and not tell anyone. It was something that was between us only. Soon after, I then found out his wife was pregnant. I only knew that he was recently married when we started hooking up. We both obviously felt incredibly guilty being in our own relationships and the conversation of children did come up, but he had never mentioned her pregnancy. I only found out through another colleague and when he started to ghost me, it suddenly made sense. I knew why, but he didn't know that I knew. His wife has very recently just given birth and had the baby and I need to continue to work with him day in, day out. We have never spoken about what went on between us, We just had to forget about it and move on to keep our working relationship. It was fun while it lasted, but it sucks because he was saying that he would leave his wife for me and how much he adored me. And to now, I'm not getting any closure. And there's so much to unpack there. What's with the corporate cheating? That's what I'm going to start with. What is with the corporate cheating? Because I would love to know if this happens in other industries, but I mentioned at the start of this confession that I worked in a male-dominated industry and that I would go on lots of lunches and things like that. Not so much in that role, but in my previous years in the corporate space. And I worked corporate from, what, 20 until I was mm, 29, which is a long time in various positions. The cheating was rife. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know what 
kind of situation that makes it okay. It's not okay. I'm very anti-cheating if you guys don't know. But yeah, it was a thing and it makes me sad. It makes me so, so sad. And I would just love to know if this is like a regular thing in other industries. I feel like in the corporate space, it's quite common, which is very sad. I'm also trying not to judge this listener for sending in her confession because I always say it's a safe space, no judgment, X, Y, Z. And I genuinely hope she feels better for getting it off her chest because carrying something like that, that's heavy shit to carry. Not only betraying your partner, but knowing that you're also indirectly potentially hurting this other person's partner who's just given birth, like they were happily married. So I feel like in a way, it's nice that you can get it off your chest here, but I am very opposed to cheating. For me, that is, I don't think that there is ever an okay time to cheat. It infringes on my morals, on my values. And when I think about both of your partners in this setting, I just feel so deeply sad and so almost distraught for them because they're none the wiser. And I want to know, how are you guys texting or were you texting 24-7 and catching up even outside of work hours? Because honestly, I, I don't know how you managed to do that. And I'm like, maybe... I don't know. I, I just don't know how you managed to do that because how could not one of the other partners pick up on it? Or maybe the other partners have picked up on it and they just haven't said anything, potentially. I'm also very much of the mindset that like both those partners deserve better, his partner and your partner. Like no one ever deserves that. I think it's so hurtful. It's such a violation of trust. It is such a, yeah, horrible thing to put another person through, even if they don't know, right? It's still terrible because one day the truth may come out. The truth very well could come out and hurt everyone involved. I am also fascinated when someone does cheat and I might link a podcast episode. I will link a podcast episode. I can't remember the title of it, but it's from Esther Perel and she's a relationship therapist and she did an episode on her own podcast called Where Do We Begin about cheating and the reason why someone cheats and she really did a good job of just showing our humanity. Like humans are not perfect, right? Humans are going to make mistakes. Humans can be fucked up. We are fatally flawed. And so I feel like maybe there's something underlying there, which was like the perfect storm almost for you and for him to cheat and think that this behavior was okay. And then I also wonder, were you actually happy in your relationships? Because if you were genuinely happy, would you be cheating on your partner? I don't know. I just think you probably wouldn't. There's the other element where, in my mind, I think, not that I could excuse it, but I could maybe see if someone cheated on their partner like a once-off, right? It was like heat of the moment. It was just the timing. Maybe you had one too many drinks. It was just like a once-off thing. I can almost digest that a little bit better, but I can't digest the long-winded, long-ass love affair because that is calculated that is repeated, that is the bad decision made over and over and over and over again. And so it might be worth digging. How happy are you in the relationship that you're in? Are you genuinely happy? Were maybe you under pressure at work? Was it the fact that he was married that drew you into him that you thought, oh my God, if I can get a married guy, like this is good for me in a way? Sit with it and try to unpack why. 
And then the last note I'm going to make is your final statement where you said it was fun while it lasted, but it sucks when he was saying he would leave his wife for me. If you genuinely think that like a relationship is going to blossom from cheating, and again, there's going to be people listening who like maybe met their partner in an affair or maybe met their partner through cheating and now they're in a happy relationship. I don't think that's the rule. I think that's the exception to the rule. It's unlikely that a strong, healthy relationship is going to grow from a place like that. And I always wonder like, do you lose them the way you found them? Who's to say if he does leave his wife one day and get with you that he's then not cheating on you when you're pregnant next? Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think it's a foundation built on lies and not a very stable foundation. It's also messy. People get hurt and it's not worth it. I think you have to accept the lack of closure and take a look at what you really want. Yeah, I think there's two options, really. You either learn from this and grow from this and never cheat on your partner again and actually move forward and take the lesson or you end the relationship. I don't know. I, I'm fully stumped. I'm fully stumped. And today's one day that I wish I had a bloody co-host in the chair so we could get another thought. But yeah, guys, it's a heavy one. I'm going to leave it there. So if you have your own confession or if you want to get things off your chest, this is the place to do it. This is It's still a safe place. I might not agree with you. I might have to give you some tough love, but this is the place to do it. Let's get into the question. Okay, we're going to lighten up now. And disclaimer, I'm not a qualified professional. I am not here giving you professional help. I'm just giving you my hot take. And if you need professional help, check the show notes because I've got lots of links in there and help in there for you. Question of the week is, how do I navigate my quarter life crisis? I'm entering my mid-20s. I haven't traveled and I've lived in my small hometown my entire life. I'm struggling making any decisions about the next step I want to take. Do I move away? Do I quit my job? Should I travel Australia? Am I meant to save for a house? I'm feeling very lost. Just for some context, I have a stable rental, a full-time job, and I live with my partner of eight years. Prior to this, we were actually homeless and living in emergency accommodation. So I feel like we reached the goals we were trying so hard to get to, and now I'm feeling like we are just drifting with no direction in life. Please help. And I want to give this listener a hug because you're in your mid-20s and the feeling of being lost is normal. No one is immune to it. It is just, I think, a rite of passage, (laughs) truthfully. I look back on my 20s and I say this as someone who turned 30 this year, so I'm not going to act like, oh, hi and mighty, I know the whole way life works. No, but I went through it, okay? I vividly remember there were a couple years there At different points in my 20s, the first one or the first time it happened was like really early 20s when I hadn't even turned 21 yet, when I was actually 20, happened again to me when I was about 23, 24. That's when I moved into state. And then it happened again to me come like 27, 28. So yeah, no one is immune to it. I think it is just something that we all go through. I think it's very normal. And the reason I believe that this happens is just because of the pressure that society and the world puts on people in their 20s. And I've spoken about it a few times, but you are still a child until you are 19, 18, 19. Generally what happens is you leave school. Some of us might go to university. Some of us might go to start work. Some of us might take a gap year. Some of us might travel. But that is your first time out in the world, like out in the real world, because up until that moment, you have been at school, you have been in your parents' care, you have had other people making the decisions for you. 
And so suddenly you're thrust out into the world and it's like, well, now you at 20 or 23 or even 24 or 27 or 28 or 29 have to fucking figure it out. And I will say it definitely gets easier as you get older. I became more sure of myself and less feeling less lost the older I get. I still feel lost now as a woman in her 30s. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I have it all figured out. I think you don't ever truly figure it out. But I think our 20s are just mismarketed to us as this decade of life where you should have it together. You should know what you want to do for your career. Why don't you have a house yet? You should be engaged. You should pop that baby out. You should. There's all these shoulds. And I just reject it because I think your 20s are actually the time to make the mistakes. Your 20s are the time to figure out what it is that you want, what it is that you don't want. It's the time where you can fuck up and you still have time to fix it. Because you've got the time. And so I like to look at my 20s now. And I wish I had this advice when I was in my 20s. But I like to just look at it as I'm figuring it out. And that's okay. I don't need to know the answers. And this listener, you don't need to know the answers either. You are allowed to change your mind a million times. You're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to move out. You're allowed to move back. You're allowed to fuck up. You're allowed. None of it is right or wrong. I also think you have an added layer there of having gone through some hardship. You did mention your difficult circumstances up until that point. And I think now you have the life you really wanted. You've probably got an element there of fear of risking that and losing that. And I can imagine that would be really hard to work through as well. And so my tip to you is it's okay to feel this level of lost. I'm not going to solve your life issues right now in your mid-20s for you. Only you can do that. I can't give you the cheat codes to life, unfortunately. We all have our own cheat codes and our own journey. And I'm going to give you some guidance on how you can navigate that. Okay, so the first thing is to accept it. Stop making yourself feel bad for feeling lost. Okay, if you're listening to this and you're feeling lost right now and you're feeling confused with where you're at in life, it's probably layered with the fact that it's like the end of the year as well. And you're probably thinking, oh my God, I'm not where I wanted to be and weighing up absolutely everything chill out. Everyone take a deep breath. Ready? In your nose. Out your mouth. Sorry if that's really loud in your ear holes or your car speakers. Please forgive me. But take a deep fucking breath. It's okay. We're feeling lost and it's fine. Nothing bad is going to happen. Okay? Don't fight it. Don't guilt yourself. Don't shame yourself. Take the pressure off your own shoulders. Okay? And reject all the other pressure from society. You're running your own race. You're exactly where you need to be. This is also a good time to set out some time for you and be very intentional with it. Set up some time for yourself and also set up some time with your partner as well to do this check-in. And this is why, guys, I love doing monthly reviews and monthly check-ins because this just keeps me on like the straight and narrow. It keeps me working in like a general kind of vibey way. All right. And so maybe next year you can aim to do some of those monthly check-ins too. But I want you to set some time aside Do this with yourself and do this with your partner. I want you to ask yourself these questions, okay? What in your life right now makes you happy? Write that down. What are you passionate about in general? What piques your interest? What do you enjoy doing in your free time? What brings you joy? Write the answers down. What activities do you like? What hobbies do you like? What areas of life or work, career interest you? Write that down. The other thing I want you to do is look at or imagine what your perfect life would look like. 
What does that look like? How does that look? What do you look like in that life? What job are you working? What's the relationship dynamic like? Where are you living? What's your lifestyle like? What are you wearing? Really get creative with it and almost write out like almost like a story of how you want your life to look. If you could have the perfect life, if nothing else was an issue and you could have the perfect life and just wish it tomorrow, what would that look like? Write that down because that is going to give you some clarity in where you want to go. Okay, I want you to do this with your partner too. And I really want you to look at your long-term visions and what you both want. Because I think when you're in a long-term relationship and you guys have gone through some stuff together, it's so nice to have someone there with you to work through it. And I think you guys probably have a really solid foundation. It might not feel like it, but you probably have a really solid foundation because you've gone through the ringer together and you've created this life. So you should also pay some gratitude to each other and be thankful for where you're at right now. And pat yourself on the back and just like congratulate yourself and even acknowledge how far you've fucking come, right? You're doing pretty good. But when you are making that space to sit with it, have the hold the space for each other, hold the space together. And then once you kind of have this vision or kind of have this outline, the next step is to set some goals and don't make them overwhelming. Don't make them crazy. I'm not sitting here saying that you have to like, you know, flip your life on its head and start fresh January one. Not at all. I just want you to have some little goals that you can work towards. Maybe just pick a goal for you, a goal for your partner and a goal together and start with that and start working in that direction. As I said, these goals can be both short-term and long-term, and I really want you to take them from the activity that you just did, okay? And maybe it's something in personal development. Maybe it's something in travel. Maybe it's something in career. Maybe it's something in lifestyle. There's no right or wrong. You get to pick which ones you want to start working on. And I am a very goals-driven person, like goals-based person, because I like having a clear direction. And I think, as I said, it keeps me on the straight and narrow. It really does give me a sense of purpose and direction. So I think that works definitely give that a try and definitely lean on each other. I already touched on it, but you guys are actually in the best position to take this next step together, to enter into this next chapter, to plan big, to wish big and to work there together. So I'm really excited for you. And I know it sounds scary and I know it feels scary, but try to not look at that feeling lost feeling as a bad thing. You're not meant to have it figured out. The beauty of life is figuring it out as you go. And I'm sending you so much luck. I would love to know what you decided to do. Obviously, listen to this episode. And when you have a bit more clarity, send in an updated question. Give us an update and let us know what you settled on or what your life looks like now, because I'd be very curious to hear from you. And for anyone else listening to this episode, I just want to remind you, it's okay to not have your life figured out right now. Okay. The older I get, the more I learn that no one really has it figured out anyway. They're just doing their best and winging it and hoping that it goes to plan. Life is a journey and your goals, your pathway, the way that things happen and work out will change. And I think your focus should be more on just adapting to that and working through that and learning how to vibe in it instead of just worrying about being lost and trying to control that and cling too tightly to things. Be patient with yourself and stay open just to the journey, okay? Stay open to new things happening, meeting new people and just embracing the process of learning who you are and what it is that you like and what you want your life to look like. All right, guys, I'm going to leave it here. If any listeners have some advice or if you have any questions of your own that you want me to answer on the show, please leave it in the form. I am taking submissions still and I can't wait to read them. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap the episode here. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. If you like this episode, take a photo of it 
pop it on your story, tag me, tag the podcast. I'm at Adele Marie. The podcast is Your Safe Space Pod. And come and join our Instagram, follow our Instagram, follow our TikTok and join our Facebook podcast community because I tell you, we have the best people in there and you guys are the real ones and I freaking love yous. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your Safe Space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network.